0: It's Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023.
1: Conservative estimate is that such droughts have become about a hundred times more likely. Drought in East Africa was caused by climate change, study finds. U.S. Supreme Court to hear case challenging federal authority to regulate pollution. Plus, Uh, that Starship rocket did fail to reach orbit. It looks like it blew up over Texas. SpaceX grounded in Texas after rocket failure damages wildlife preserves.
0: All of those unscheduled failures and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent Green News politics analysis and snarky comment people are not affecting climate change you're gonna tell me that back in the ice age how much taxes did people pay and how many changes did governments make to melt the ice climate scientist Marjorie Taylor green no don't ask me to explain it either this is your green news report Okay, Desi Join Oh, Climate change was responsible for the terrible, deadly drought in Africa?
1: Yes, apparently it was. It has led to the deaths of millions of cattle and decimated crops. But scientists say it could not have occurred without global warming. That's according to a new scientific analysis by the scientists at the World Weather Attribution Group, which found that the sixth failed rainy season in a row in East Africa would not have happened if not for human-caused global heating, which significantly increased evaporation, the hotter, drier air literally sucking the moisture from soil and plants. The analysis found that human-caused climate change has made drought in the region 100 times more likely than in pre-industrial times. The United Nations warns 36 million people in the region will need emergency assistance to survive.
0: But it's nothing that we have to worry about in this country. It won't affect us at all, right?
1: I wish that were true. Here in the U.S., an ominous development, the U.S. Supreme Court will take up a case next year that could strip federal agencies' authority to regulate its a long-sought goal of Republicans in big business. The lawsuit in question regards who pays the salaries of federal inspectors on commercial fishing vessels. But the lawsuit's primary purpose is as a vehicle for the right-wing supermajority on the court to take down the decades, Long precedent known as the Chevron Doctrine. That's a 1984 Supreme Court ruling that requires courts to defer to agency expertise when deciding how to interpret laws passed by Congress, and judges should refrain from crafting their own readings. Overturning Chevron could have major implications for the Biden administration's ability to tackle climate change, including possibly derailing the Environmental Protection Agency's current push to curb climate warming carbon emissions from electric electricity. electricity generation, and transportation, the nation's two highest polluting industries. Let
0: me be clear about this case. This is about allowing judges who have no skills, no expertise in these things, to make decisions about federal regulations rather than leaving that to the experts at the federal agencies. This is what Steve Bannon has been promising for years, an attempt to dismantle the administrative state as he calls it.
1: In other news, environmental groups sued the Federal Aviation Administration on Monday, alleging the agency violated federal law in allowing SpaceX to launch a massive rocket from its coastal Texas launch facility without a comprehensive environmental impact study. The rocket failed catastrophically, blowing up the launch pad and spreading massive clouds of debris for miles, damaging nearby homes and a handful of protected wildlife refuges and endangered species habitats, incinerating wildlife unable to move fast enough out of danger. Mm. The FAA has grounded SpaceX from further launches in Texas, pending an investigation. Good. U.S. Senate Republicans, joined by conservative Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, voted 50 to 49 late last week to overturn a Biden administration rule intended to cut air pollution from big heavy-duty trucks. Not good. Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein of California did not vote, having been absent from the Senate for months due to illness. The EPA calculates that the new truck standards would have prevented thousands
0: of premature deaths from toxic diesel pollution. Dianne? Feinstein needs to resign. Right now, she is handing a majority to Republicans in the Democratic-majority U.S. Senate.
1: Finally, some good news. The California Air Resources Board adopted two first-of-their-kind rules to curb air pollution. The first covers trains, mandating that rail companies operating in the state replace old diesel-powered locomotive trains that the agency calculates will prevent more than 3,200 premature deaths, especially in neighborhoods adjacent to rail and highway traffic. The second rule bans the sale of new heavy-duty diesel trucks in the state by 2036. If approved by the EPA, the new rule will also require all heavy trucks in the state to be zero emissions by 2042. It's intended to mitigate California's notorious toxic air pollution and help the state transition more quickly to zero emission vehicles.
0: I'll take it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. He's found it down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a lot. Long-